I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources, broadcasting from our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Today, I am Boyd Matheson. It's great to be with you. And if you missed the top part of the program today, we were talking about uh, some of this polling that has come out of late, uh, where almost half of Americans feel that democracy is in decline and that at some point in the future that America will cease to be a democracy, that our constitutional republic will cease to function as it currently is. And that's an interesting thing to to think about, that uh, half the country feels that we are in decline. And uh, I I played a clip from, uh, of all people, the Prime Minister of Great Britain, Boris Johnson. Uh, Ironic in the sense that uh, the country that we declared our independence from is actually the one stepping up to say, no, 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 America is uh, not going to be in decline. America is still the great guarantor of freedom. Uh, and democracy around the world. And sometimes I think we forget that. Uh, it's easy to, to get stuck in the muck and the mire of uh, all the things that are going wrong and the struggles that we do have as a country. And we do have things that we, we need to figure out and work through and fix and improve. Uh, there's so much of that. And with all of that, we are still the last best hope on earth when it comes to freedom. Uh, really interesting. Recently, two retired Army generals uh, are urging Americans to recommit to democracy, our constitutional republic, and America's core values. Uh, and, and interestingly, these two generals uh, talked about it in the context of division, that the division that we feel in the country is actually a national security risk. So this came from retired Army General Stanley McChrystal and Lieutenant General Doug Lute. Uh, and they said that uh, we need to get back to the founding beliefs, those founding principles that actually unite us as a nation. Every American has got to step back and say, what do I really believe in about our nation? And that is that we are a democracy. What signals that? The fact that I believe and participate in the elections. The thing that unites us is that before we were supporters of President Trump or President Biden or Obama, we were Americans. We are Americans. So we do have to put that part of it, that we are citizens of this country first. We are not members of political parties first. We are not supporters of political candidates first. And even in the midst of an important primary election day in the state of Utah, uh, do not tie your self-worth or your value to a political candidate who may or may not win today. It's the citizenship in the country and the citizenship in the state and in our community that actually matters most. McChrystal went on to say that our enemies 
are looking to attack our unity and that is so clear if you look at much of what is happening online that comes out of China and comes out of Russia it is to drive wedges of division in the country because they recognize that that is their best chance Vladimir Putin would love nothing more than to have a deeply divided American people and to actually convince the people that we are more divided than we actually are because that will actually impact America's standing in the world if I were an adversary of the United States, I'd want to go after two things. First would be our political unity, our ability to make unified decisions and execute things. But I'd also want to go after our legitimacy as a nation that other nations want to emulate. So important, and that is so clear. Again, whether it's coming out of China, whether it's coming out of North Korea, whether it's coming out of Russia, uh, that division uh, is what they're after. Because the more they do that, the more they undermine the confidence in our form of government and in our ability to promote freedom and democracy and human rights around the world. Both of the generals also explained why they think we're divided and how that could create opportunities for our enemies. When people get messages that are very direct and often they are either intentionally or unintentionally incorrect, it changes their beliefs. And so they start to hold fundamental ideas that are contrary to facts. It actually opens opportunities for those who would do us harm. And eventually their aim is to make us so divided that we're internally consumed, we're self-absorbed with our own problems, and we're unable to address issues overseas. So think about that. If we are so consumed with our own divisions in the country, we will, as a nation, be unable to address problems overseas and elsewhere. And that's the thing I fear the most is as we think we're so divided. And again, I don't believe we're nearly as divided as those on the extreme left and the extreme right or the extreme right and the extreme left want us to believe that we are. And especially our adversaries, they clearly want us to believe that we are too divided to solve any problem. And whether that problem is border security and immigration, whether it's the Supreme Court, whether it's health care, whether it's the economy, as long as we believe that we are too divided to solve those problems, and as long as we believe that the only solution to those problems from a politician in Washington, D.C., uh, that is not good for the confidence of the American people. It is not good for our allies around the world, and it is not good for our enemies around the world, meaning that our allies will start to wonder if we really are committed to this kind of freedom and democracy and our enemies will see opportunities to exploit us uh, and to exploit others if they believe we're not united enough to actually solve any kind of problem. Finally, both the generals said that political violence is a sign that we're headed in the wrong direction as a country and we need to pivot on that and get ahead of it right now. I think if we look in cases where people think violence is an option or even an obligation, then we are starting to have drifted somewhere that we see in other countries far away, but it's suddenly come home and we need to pay close attention to it. And once that drift begins, it's very difficult to reverse it. So now is the time as a preventive measure. We need to get in front of these divides uh, and try to cement ourselves back together. We And we just have to stop thinking that just because someone disagrees with us that somehow they are now dangerous to us. 
that is not generally the case, especially when it comes to political rhetoric, that uh, we can have discussions, we can disagree, we can passionately disagree. Uh, it's how we do it that matters, and we need to make sure that we don't allow the cancer of contempt, that belief in the worthlessness of another individual because they disagree with us or because they think different, look different, act different, live different than we do. Uh, when we start to believe that, that either they don't count and don't matter, so I can do whatever I want or call them whatever I want or melt down their social media feed, or that they are dangerous, that somehow they are dangerous to our sense of freedom and our ability to live our lives in our own homes and communities, uh, that's where we really get into trouble and that's where we got to get ahead of the game. I think the generals are right. This is a national security threat, but it's a threat that won't be decided by military. It will be decided by the words that each of us choose to use. That wraps up hour number one of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio, broadcasting from our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. After top of the hour news, hour number two coming up next. Stay with us. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office to meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.